Summer is finally mercifully here, Manitoba. If you want to promote your band or your team or your business with some fresh gear this season, check out our friends at Divine Shirt Company. Supporting local business is more important than ever in these tough times. So get a made in Manitoba solution to your screen printing, embroidery, heat press vinyl, and graphic design needs over at divineshirtcompany.ca or on Instagram at Divine Shirts. And tell them which police radio sent you. One of our colleagues, Sam Thompson, who, um, if you saw him, you'd sort of right away assume he was a hippie. Get up off your ass and get up on the podcast! Which police radio? Which police radio? Which police radio? Which police radio? Get up off your ass and get up on the podcast! Which police radio? All right, welcome to Witch Police Radio. I'm here with a guest who has been on the show before, but it's been quite a while. It was a number of years ago. We met um, in, in a crowded food court last time and oh, just yeah. talked about what you had going on. That was kind of the old format of the show. Now, now since the pandemic, I've moved everything over to Zoom and doing these remote interviews, which is, you know, um, you don't get as much background noise, I guess, as, as meeting people oh. in public. But um, either way, it's good, good to have you back on the show. I know you have new music coming out, and we'll uh, talk about that for sure. Um, I think the best way to start this off is if you want to introduce yourself and give a bit of background about what it is you do as an artist. Um, well, my name is Chuck Copenes, and uh, I'm a trumpet player primarily. And um, I have a group that I started in, um, oh, I guess 2015. And um, and we did one recording, and now we're, we're I just finished another recording uh, last uh, last year and this year. And um, yeah, I do. I do funky jazz kind of um, fusion music, maybe experimental. I don't know. It's mostly electronic. It's mostly fused. You know, my background is electronic music uh, from a long time ago and dance music. And um, yeah, I've been in Winnipeg like 22 years. Like I came here and I joined a band called Moses Maze a long time ago, and uh, we we toured around Canada. And, uh, did pretty well, and then uh, yeah, cool. I was a social worker for a while, and now I'm now I'm just as of this year I'm a full time musician, cultural worker now. Well, that's so, cool. Yeah. That, that's that's an exciting yeah. thing to happen for sure. Yeah, to be able to do this as your day job, it's great. Yeah, yeah, totally. So the reason we're talking now is because you have a new single that just came out, and you do have, like you said, uh, a new record coming out uh, later this year. So, um, you know, people may have heard your previous recordings, may have seen you live over the years. You've done a lot of touring. You've, you've been pretty active, um, you know, playing shows, and you've been out there and, and everything like that. But what what can you tell me about this new single, first of all, Creator? Because it's uh, something you just released, and it's, uh, you know, obviously you want people to hear it in the lead-up to the, to, the, to the album. Yeah, for sure. Um, so Creator... I wrote this song actually like quite a while ago, and it was back in uh, would have been in yeah, it's kind of a I think that would have been 20, 2016, wow. I think was when I first wrote this song. So it's 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 I've been playing it for a while with my group, but um, I haven't been able to to record up until last year, and um, so. When this song came about, um, I had just gotten started going to sweat lodges and ceremonies and uh, um, 
and there were there are two melodies in particular particular that that really struck me and um, affected you know it kind of affected the way I look at music just kind of uh, the whole process of, of getting used to going to sweat lodges and ceremonies for myself was really uh, was a really strong there's some real real strong inward changes that had to happen that happened at that time and uh, so these these melodies I started uh, I started being able to kind of um, internalize them and uh, and I guess when that happened then when I started writing music it just kind of um, I started working with these melodies as 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 a, and forming a song around them so creator is one of the uh, one of those tunes it's a ceremonial melody um, and it's very well known a lot of people that that you know, most people that go to ceremonies around Winnipeg would have would know the song, and and uh, um, and and yeah. So I was able to kind of make a, a kind of funky jazz, um, I guess, a harmonization to to that melody. And uh, yeah, it's it's been well received over the years. So I'm I'm really happy to finally be able to record it, and uh, you know, present it in a more you know, uh, to more people. Yeah. And just because I, I still think it's a, it's a pretty unique thing that, um, you know, it's kind of more of a jazz funk, um, fusion with indigenous melodies. And, uh, this fusion has been going around, going along in a lot of different ways with a lot of different, uh, genres of music. And, um, so I'm, I'm happy to, to con- contribute to that you know and just kind of raise awareness of of the strength of of indigenous music and uh you know the amount of uh yeah the structure of these melodies are are you know are really are really uh i don't know what the word is like solid or sound you know and and um yeah so i'm happy uh you know i think i think some people are listening to it now and you know, it's really it's really nice to be able to record it, and I and I recorded it with uh, live off the floor at stereo bus with Paul Yee, and uh, he actually played bass on it. Okay. Um, he's a I don't know if you're familiar with Paul Yee, but he's a he's a world class bass player, and and he runs a great studio. And I recorded the album stereo bus and, and then i had scott and victor and we we just kind of came up with an arrangement of that tune for the studio and played it kind of live off the floor in uh in one afternoon and then uh and then i overdubbed jump it and and uh we me and paul did some i i actually sing on this song yeah there's yeah there's vocals on it yeah yeah so i uh you know that was another that's another thing that's kind of happened over the years as i started um yeah in different ceremonies i've started to be able to sing songs i'm starting to get to know you know have my own little library of songs that i i can sing and yeah so it's really it's really good well, i really like that it, it's oh, a cool ahead. it's like a cool combination of, of of all of these things you're talking about i mean there's obviously the traditional element to it that is very strong throughout and then there's the um 
the, the jazz funk stuff happening but it also like you said you come from an electronic music background and it kind of has this hypnotic vibe throughout um which i think is that underlying melody throughout the whole song that that, that really kind of um it, it it hooks you in i think um you know pretty much from the beginning right through to the end it's this, this constant sort of uh sort of groove happening yeah yeah it's really good it, it's uh that's yeah that's probably going to be something like, like an element of my music going forward like there's there's oh i think i like i like really ethereal you know trumpet sounds yeah and I'm, I'm always you know i'm always trying to to float you know with with whatever is going on and i don't i'm not you know kind of um type of guy who likes to play really fast and play lots of notes you know all over the place or whatever I've, I've always been that way yeah. more of a lyrical lyrical player so yeah. well it's interesting too because that i mean that song particularly and then some of your other stuff too is very much seems to be focused on on atmosphere rather than like you said you know the really kind of flashy playing but then you're playing an instrument that is that is the lead instrument in all these songs and then somehow you're you're taking that those lead parts and making them like a an aspect of the atmosphere that you're creating rather than being over top of it. Is, is that something that you're doing deliberately or is that just sort of how your sound comes out? Um, yeah, I think I do. I think I do do that deliberately. Um, and that's, yeah, that's always kind of been a, an approach that I have is to um, become a, like try to be a part of what's going on rather than having to be in front of everything. Yeah. You know, so everything that I want to play, I I always uh, am you know either trying to react or I'm trying to like just kind of support or or you know like support the whole idea that everyone's trying to present. Okay. And uh, in yeah, instead of uh, so I, I always want to create like a like a mood or create a you know uh, you know just something that that is easy to connect to. Okay. You know, or or easy to just listen to and have an enjoyable time. <laughs> <laughs> does, does that require a different approach to playing trumpet than 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 you otherwise would if you were, you know, if you were in a more sort of standard jazz group and and you would be, you know, having parts where you're the leader or if you're leading the whole song? Um, I imagine I'm not, not obviously not a trumpet player, but I imagine there's there, there's got to be different techniques you're using to to blend rather than than you know stand out above everything. Yeah. Yeah, there, there's definitely um, different different ways of playing or approaching the instrument. I think uh, I think playing in a regular in a, a more straight jazz combo, you know, um, there would be more rhythmical. I think like more more percussive playing. Sure, and. Um, and really contributing to that rhythmical, you know, um, interaction that's going on with like drums and the bass. Everyone's like, doom, 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 or like moving. There's more movement. And, yeah. And uh, yeah, so, so you need to be a little bit more speedy, you know, and, and uh, contribute those rhythmical ideas to the rest of the group so that everyone can, uh, can really take that, that initial song and just make it grow and then come back to that, uh, that, that uh, initial melody and go through all the different solos and stuff. So yeah, I think I think maybe just more, there's a lot more per- percussive element okay. when you're playing jazz. 
Is this um? I mean, the the sound that you have on Creator is that sort of a, a similar uh, feel you have throughout the rest of the album? Um, I think yeah, yeah. I think uh, the trumpet on all of the tracks, we definitely have you know a, a similar kind of trumpet sound, a similar approach, and uh, yeah, I'm basically doing. You know, I was basically doing doing what I do, and uh, playing the way that I play. And then I, I have uh, a sax player named Kyle Wedlake who plays with me. He plays on the album. You know, he has a different approach, a different way of of playing. And, uh, but I think all the songs definitely, definitely have a a mood. You know, kind of a real a real kind of fusion you know, laid back atmospheric kind of, um, feel to it. Okay. Okay. Sure. Are there other songs that are using similar, um, melodies and things like this from, from, uh, ceremonial music that, that you've interpreted or, or reinterpreted? Um, there's one more song, uh, it's called the opening and that that's, um, another melody that, that really affected me. And, and, um, it, it was, probably the first melody that I heard at my very first lodge because uh, a gentleman named David Budd always sings this this song at the beginning of every lodge and he's been doing it for a really long time and uh, so I'm sure at my first lodges which were all with him um, I was hearing this song a lot and, and so that's that's another one that that um, I was able to sing and then kind of create a or create another a song around that melody yeah and uh, that one, I also I sing it as well and uh, um, play hand drum on there, and I, I really like that one. I'm not sure if that's going to be the next single, but I think uh, I think that one will be coming out soon cool. as well. But it's another one that I wrote kind of a, a while ago, and I've been playing. You know, I've been playing for people for a lot. Um, you know, a lot already. But I guess the idea is going forward from this point. Um, I'm going to be playing more, you know, I'm going to be playing a lot. So there's going to be a lot of people that are, are hearing me for the first time. And they're kind of unaware that I've always just kind of been creeping around in Winnipeg. <laughs> you know, playing the odd show, just trying to fit it in with my, my, you know, having my kids, of course, yeah. full-time job, all this stuff. So, so I think moving forward, I, I think, uh, I think people are going to really enjoy those ceremonial songs um, or ceremonial fusion songs. And, uh, and then, so there's nine songs and then the rest of the, the rest of the album are, uh, are, hmm. yeah, it's hard. I guess they're more, more typical Chuck. Okay. Chuck style, electronic, trippy jazz kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. The stuff that you're that the people who have been watching you lurk around Winnipeg for for <laughs> they they're familiar yeah. with yeah yeah um I was gonna ask you about, about the um you know having those ceremonial elements in it obviously part of what you're doing with this is with these fusion these fusions of different sounds is you're introducing that stuff to a wider audience to people who maybe haven't been to a lodge and haven't heard that those pieces of music before in any context right um mm-hmm. so that that which is really cool because you're you're opening I think. Uh, doors that people didn't even know existed. I think a lot of people who are listening to jazz, this is something completely outside of their, um, 
just just what they know as far as music is concerned um and it sounds that they're completely new to them but what what has the reaction been to these kind of songs within your own community i mean people who are who are very very intimately familiar with these melodies um how have they reacted to sort of what you've done with them and how you transformed them into uh the stuff that you're you're doing now yeah uh, so far so far i um i've gotten a lot of positive positive feedback pos- positive response um yeah people have made comments that they're they're you know at the jazz fest last year or maybe it was the year before i, I was, one of my friends that i go to lodges with didn't know i was a musician okay um said they were just walking by market square and all of a sudden they heard the creator melody um echoing through the whole thing and 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 i think they wouldn't have you know typically you know if someone's not into jazz and they hear the jazz in market square they might just be like oh you know i'll just keep walking it's not for me yeah 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 you know and uh but yeah they seemed like super excited and i went over there and i was like there was chuck and you're playing that melody and i could just hear it and you know it was super exciting for them to hear that melody yeah and uh, yeah, and I, I played at Cinnaboyne Park. I remember there was uh, there was somebody that I know from Ceremony that uh, you know made a video and shared it. You know, and they're just like, "It's the creator song, but it's jazz." <laughs> you know, so I think I think it's going. I think it's being, from what I can tell, it's being um, accepted for for what it is 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 just me honoring that melody and playing it with my band. Yeah. But also just playing it, you know, in a in a total different, totally different setting, and uh, I think it's coming across. That's that's it's like yeah, that's a really strong melody, and it's like strong enough to like, hold down, you know, the band and and uh, for everybody to to uh, yeah yeah, it's, it's it's a strong head, you know, to to a kind of a jazzy tune. Yeah, yeah, definitely, sure. definitely.
Well, I mean, I know you, you're like you said, you're doing some vocals on these songs, which which is which is new. But I mean, the most part of it, for the most part, it's instrumental. What do you think it is about jazz that sort of lends itself so well to to like evoking kind of um, spiritual sort of themes, right? I mean, it seems like uh, of all genres of music, jazz is one of the ones that is most closely tied into any type of spirituality. But I mean, there's there's obviously some classic records that are very much in that vein and, and have that kind of feeling to them yet there's no words right it, it's it's not someone um outright saying what this is about but there's that feeling to it what do you think uh, jazz has that, that that conveys that so well i think uh i think it has dissonance and consonance you know like like uh so there's a with with jazz with the chords with um, the reactive nature of it, there's there's dissonance kind of in like as well as consonants. You know, there's resolve, there's resolving of melodies. There's increasing your intensity and then yeah. letting it go down. And there's just this like real, you know, flow. And and you know, with musicians that are reacting off of each other, you know, you you just have this. Uh, you know, I've heard a lot of, uh, you know, jazz guys kind of re refer, even refer it, the, that whole process as a spiritual experience, you know, like you're, you're channeling, you know, channeling, you know, melodies through, and that's what people are looking for. You're channeling these melodies through yourself and just kind of like shooting them out there. And, um, there's such a, a wide palette, yeah. you know, of expression and and within the structure of jazz, and I think that's uh, I think that's why that spiritual element is there because I, you know, the, your mood can affect the way you play, you know, the way you're you're feeling on a given day, you know. Um, I know this last jazz fest I played was the first year that I, I didn't have a day job that I was coming rushing from. Yeah, yeah. The, you know, to get to the, the stage and just like, is everyone here? And I remember I was just kind of floating around, picking up a few things that day and just kind of like thinking about my gig. And just I didn't, I made sure that on that day, I didn't really have, make a lot of, um, I didn't book a lot of stuff for myself to do before the gig. And it really, it really showed in my experience at the Jazz Fest this year, I felt like way more relaxed, you know, I felt like I wasn't like dead tired, which yeah. <laughs> happened. and uh, so I, I, yeah, like spiritually it felt really good. Yeah. You know, and, and uh, that's an interesting way of, of looking at it too. I think I, I never really occurred to me about that, but I guess like also because you're reacting to what the other musicians are doing, it's it's that kind of instant inspiration and and channeling your emotions, whether they're your emotions unrelated to the song or your emotions, you know, caused by the song and and brought on by the song, just like live and direct, and it's that instant sort of what you feel rather than something that's that's already pre-written completely and. You know, these are the changes, and that's it. Nothing's going to be different. It's played the same same time every night. Same thing every night. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I think that's I think that's the whole thing about jazz because they're playing those songs. There's some of these standard songs that are have been played by millions of guys yeah. like over the years, and they and it's the same tune, but everyone has different takes. You know, you play it every. You can play that these these different standard tunes, and uh, 
you know, express new ideas all the time. Yeah. Depending on who you're playing with and, you know, the drummer, the bass player, all these things can affect the, the, uh, the quality of what's going on well that's maybe a bring brings up an interesting question then is i mean obviously you have these songs recorded you played them on the recordings with the the band that you had at the time uh for for the recording sessions but how much do these songs change you know outside of the obvious changes that happen in jazz if you're going to play these live i mean assuming you're not going to have the same musicians maybe you will at every live show how much do they kind of shift and and change depending on who you're playing with like is it a very uh, obvious difference, you know, from the recorded version to hearing it live, maybe with a different bassist, different drummer, etc.? Definitely, this song creator. Um, actually, I think overall, like my recording is laid back and and um, and just kind of like really every song is kind of within five minutes or I've kind of made it so that there, every song kind of moves from beginning to end. And, and uh, so I guess with recording, that's the advantage that I have is to, is to be able to kind of shape a song and yeah. make it the way that I want to want it to sound or let it evolve. But I've always got this control of, when something's going to end and when something's going to start, when someone's going to solo, okay, this is when we're going to record Victor and then oh, well, let's right. ask Victor to do this part or whatever. When it's live, um, I think everything just has more energy for sure. The solos, the solos are longer, you know, and, and um, you know, the drummer has, has all this room to build up and, or even change a beat inside at some point if he yeah. feels like it, and then we all have to just kind of go along with that. And and uh, so the so the song creator live is actually one of the the songs that I really like using as a closing a closing song because I can up the tempo when I'm counting it in, sure, and then it becomes like a real intense uh, kind of ending ending to. And uh, and then other times I've played it like on when I play at uh, on Saturday, I'm it's just going to be a trio at the Assiniboine at the Assiniboine Park for Canada Day. Ordo, well, I just did what you told me. It's okay, it's already. But, but at the time <laughs> we're recording this, that already day. happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we're in the future. We're now in the future. Yeah. Yeah, I, I just. I just <laughs> it's all good. Correct. Uh, was it the time continuum? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But um, yeah, so when when I play a trio gig, um, there's just going to be the three of us. So it'll be me, Victor, and Scott, the percussion player. Okay. So creator will, you know, won't have that same that same live energy. So I think it's going to be a really the, with playing with those two in particular. Um, it's really it's really fun doing the trio gigs because it's a real challenge I bet, to. Yeah. Build the song, and have everything flow, and then Victor has to do a little bit more bass notes on his uh, on his guitar. But um, yeah, that one. Uh, so so it'll have a whole whole different character. That's cool. And uh, yeah, along with all the other two, all the other tunes, we'll have to build energy in different ways. You know, in other ways. 
Do you, do you have a preference for what size of band you'd be playing with, or are, do you kind of just welcome whatever the situation is um, with who you're who you're on stage with at the time? I guess my preference is to always have the full band, you know. But but people people will will request a trio, or and I like having the flexibility of being sure. able to to take smaller gigs, you know, and 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 then. Uh, yeah, I like being able to. I'm really happy if if Scott Senior can come and play because then it's it's totally a lot of fun when we go play these little trio gigs. And the three of us have known each other for a really long time. Uh, me, Scott, and Victor. Okay. That's that's my who I usually do trios with. And and uh, yeah, Scott I used to play with in Moses Maze a long time ago. And we traveled all across Canada together, so it's always I always like having that opportunity to play with him. And um, yeah, cool, cool. I think I think I, I really enjoy the trio games, though. I'm looking forward to that on Saturday. Yeah. On, the, on the Saturday in the, in the past, <laughs> because we, we yeah. blew up the time continuum here. <laughs> <laughs>
when is the actual album coming out? It's not until the fall, right? Yeah. Um, I think that's, we're going to decide on what the next single will be uh, within the next little while, I think. And then we're going to start kind of uh, gearing up for, for releasing that. And um, I'm not exactly sure what it's going to be yet. I, I might see if I can uh, release some um yeah, release something that's kind of more like an electronic, an electronic sounding song. Oh, cool. Okay. But I'll have to discuss that. This this year, this last two years, which actually resulted in the funding, like a new develop development for me was I got I got a manager. Um, her name is Keely Kemp. Okay. And she has an, uh, a company in Toronto. And yeah, so. I'm getting used to it, but over the last, you know, over the last couple of years, I have to get used to um, making decisions to, about my musical career with somebody else. <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, it's been a it's been a process for me. But you know, the results the results of having that partnership are like super evident. Like, I wouldn't have got the funding for the recording, um, so they were able to kind of put that time in, yeah, and effort to get the funding for the recording and get to this spot where we're releasing music. So, um, yeah, I'm so grateful for that. That's awesome. Like, yeah. A, yeah, it's just been a, a super huge blessing for my career um, as a musician to be able to, like, with that partnership in place, I, I feel comfortable, you know, quitting my job and moving forward and just saying, okay, well, you're working hard. I'm going to quit my job and start working just as hard as, you are so we're all you know just kind of um yeah just try to get the music out there you know and and um and yeah for me it was like i really i really have been thinking like what do i want my kids to see you know me just in a state of utter anxiety all the time trying to make money and trying to like and maybe not playing music yeah. you know what i mean and and i'd rather yeah i'd rather my my kids see me growing up you know as they're growing up as a you know a, a musician you for know? sure and, and that, that's totally possible to do that um and uh yeah and be happy and i think it's i think it's um yeah, so far, so far, so good. 